Welcome to episode 26 of Music City Horror. This is uh, Kayla, Kayla, Elena, Ela. That sounded weird, but I, I got them right. So um, <laughs> all four of us are here, so that's good. We've had some, Woo-hoo! Uh, Yay! Had some episodes where we weren't all here, and we're finally through with uh, the holidays, and I think everybody's in the right state of mind. I think we all made it. In one piece. <laughs> yeah, I'm feeling good. Yeah. I'm pretty close. I'm pretty close to the right state of mind. So <laughs> close enough. Maybe some bruised egos, but I mean, we're we're doing. All right. <laughs> yeah, bruised egos, more brewskis needed, and Ooh, then probably be <laughs> in the right mindset. <laughs> so this is going to be our. Uh, I think we're calling it like the best of 2018, or. Year. The definitive best of 2018. Yeah, year in review. We are the ones, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> year, yeah, I think year in review is the uh, the standard yeah, yeah. terminology these yeah. days. Because <laughs> I think we're going we're gonna to touch on um, movies, obviously, but there's a lot of TV shows. Um, I think Kayla's going to mention a book or two. and um, So it's not just you know the best movies of the year it's just kind of a, a hodgepodge as it were of um of horror for 2018 um for the 20 or let me for january i don't know why i couldn't figure that word out for january uh the streaming stuff we'll have that up on the website uh either uh december 31st or Jan- january 1st for all this you know stuff stuff on amazon and hulu and stuff um, I think we we said the only big release for January is uh, Escape Room. I think that's what we decided. Um, I don't really <laughs> yeah, think that. I feel like we also didn't go out of our way to look it up. <laughs> no, I, I, I think I think y'all trusted me on my Google search. And didn't check it. <laughs> yeah, we're well, like, yeah, sure, I, that's about right. <laughs> I mean, I also like. I also feel like we don't. And there's not a lot coming up. When does Glass release? Do we consider that? I think I mean, I would consider it. Yeah. Well, yeah. after Split, Split definitely had some. Yeah, for elements. sure. Um, that might be January, actually. Um, January eighteenth. I'm good, trying good to. Call. I'm good trying. Call. Oh, cool. Oh, okay. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I tried to remember. Yeah, I try to remember. Too. I'm excited about that. <laughs> I mean, we've got we've got a big year coming up next year. Mm-hmm. Um, do we want to? Do we want to talk a, a little bit about? what we've got on the roster because I've got a list and we can go ahead and open the conversation just really quick or are we going to save that for uh do we want to save that for a beginning of January episode because it's it's a heavy year it's going to be a good year mm-hmm. um, um, maybe we could save it for January yeah kind of the start of the year yeah intro I, to the year I didn't yeah. I didn't research start fresh I didn't research any 2019 movies so okay well maybe it's better that we're gonna hold off because yeah. the list is very long yeah Ooh, yeah I'd like to kind of parse through that a little bit and kind of see what's going on because I know All it's right. gonna be it's gonna be another really good year I'm on really on the fly on the fly business decisions so <laughs> oh, we we do we do know in January that we have escape room and what was the other one that That's, I literally, and I'm, I'm the one that pointed it yeah. out. <laughs> I forgot that quick. And I know like, like escape rooms, obviously not going to be like true horror, but it's definitely got horror elements and, um, same thing with the glass. Like it's more, uh, 
I don't know. It's more like if, if like a, there was real superheroes, it's more like a, a grounded, like a real kind of thing. So, but like I said, Split last or two years ago had horror elements across the board. It was awesome. So, um, I'm sure there'll be something in there. So, yeah. and it I'm could really, be fun. I'm, you never know. Yeah, I'm happy to hear that good things are coming out in January or potential good things. Um, Cause I feel like for a long time, January and February were just kind of like hell holes of nothingness mm-hmm. um, yeah. at the movies. And now it seems like there's actually some stuff to look forward to. So that's kind of nice too. I'm glad they've put glass out quickly. Do we want to, um, do we want to mention the us trailer? Or is that something we're going to wait till? Ooh, I don't know. I don't know if I'm ready to d- dissect it because <laughs> <There's so> I, <laughs> I'm already stressed out. Yeah, I know. I watch so many YouTube theory things. See, I haven't yet. Oh, my gosh. It blew my mind. All these, these things that people have seen in it. I, uh, I, but it makes I do me more wanna, excited. I do want to say one. Th- this um, I saw this tweet. And um, the handle is, I, I guess it's Al the Pal, so A L T H E P A L. Um, his his profile picture is Bart Simpson. So, anyways, <laughs> but it said uh, Jordan Peele really got all my fears, and then he's got little bullet points: small children, rabbits getting stabbed with scissors, <laughs> Lapita not having rhythm. <laughs> Uh, things trying to kill me in broad daylight and white people saying, I think it's vodka o'clock. Oh my God. And I almost had tears. That was the funniest thing. <laughs> the black so says rabbits. Oh like, my yep. God. <laughs> it just gets better. It's amazing. Well, we could we could hold that off for January as well. Maybe watch. I feel like I need time. to watch. I need. I think she needs to link me to some of these theory videos because maybe that'll help it help me wrap my brain around yes. it and not just be, you know, terrified for my entire life. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I do want to. I would like to touch on a few things though from it just to see y'all's thoughts. You know what? Let's just have you lay out your favorite theory. Yes. yes. Okay. And then and then we can go from there. Well, I want to throw out there first that um, the doppelgangers are called the tethered, which is yeah. Jordan Peele has already told us that. So, oh, that's, so that, that's kind of interesting. That's very, very that that's kind of stranger things to me, which is oh, neat. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, there was a, a quote from him. He said, we're our own worst enemy, and that idea created this monster, the tethered. I wanted to forge this new mythology that explored our duality and the duality of the characters. Uh, so, yeah, that's that's pretty freaky. Yeah, that's such a, an odd concept, but something that I'm sure we've all had nightmares or thoughts about you know just kind of passing through our days so ooh, it's oh, yeah. just like oh that's really creepy yeah because one of the videos i mean it seemed a little bit of a stretch to me but i could see it was um describing the family like let's say the the son in the beginning of the trailer is asking questions so he's in that age where he is asking why this and etc and then at one point in the trailer, you see his doppelganger take off his mask, and his mouth is kind of burnt, almost like sewn shut. So it's like the opposite. Oh, like ooh. their doppelgangers are kind of the opposite. And then yeah. the mom is, she had you know a childhood 
thing happened to her, um, obviously, with doppelganger being a child when she was a child. Um, but like her doppelganger is like laughing and giggling, but she's a little bit more, you know, held back and mm-hmm. almost sad to an extent. Um, but some of the things that stood out to me from those videos that I watched, cause I went down the rabbit hole, no pun intended. Um, so the rabbits, there's a rabbit on the daughter's shirt in the beginning. It's either, you know, the rabbits mean like magic, you know, like pulling them out of hat. Uh, but rabbits are also known to quickly reproduce. So maybe that has something to do with this. I don't know. Um, or let's see, uh, the Rorschach test things that you see throughout the trailer. The only one that doesn't completely, um, is it symmetrical is the one with the, the title. So it's like, what does that mean? That's interesting. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. I'm going to have to break all this stuff down. That's so cool. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. I'm just so excited about this one, you guys. And it comes out, I think around my birthday. So that might be a, a trip for all of us to go see it. Absolutely. (laughs) I've only been able to watch the trailer once and then I haven't been able to go back quite yet. So this has kind of pushed me back into not, you know, wanting to understand it and not just being, you know, wanting to cry. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I've had, I got five on it in my head ever since it came out. So Uh, absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Oh gosh. Um, yeah, it looks it looks amazing, and Jordan Peele's a genius. So I would, at this point, trust anything that he made is going to be perfect. Um, so, yeah, I, uh, yeah I, I can't wait. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, pretty excited. That's a good little period to everyone's statements. <laughs> I know, and you have a lot to contribute in that one. Yep, it's exciting. <laughs> um, in with we can, we can tell that Eli is very very excited about this movie. Yeah. Um, so that segment's over. So yeah, um, <laughs> moving on. Moving on. Okay. So um, okay, I just got something on my phone there. Um, what are we? Where are we at? Oh, we're gonna go. We're gonna oh go. my god! Yeah, we're gonna go. Uh, we're gonna go over to uh, Flana's fun facts, right? Hey, yes. Yeah. So we're gonna. Choose. Are you sure? Yep. Yeah, positive. <laughs> okay. As that long is, as you're sure. That is where we're going. <laughs> okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna pause this so I can put the, her new little stinger in, and then when she comes back, she's just gonna rock us with some facts. Woo! I think. Take it away, Lena. Thank you, Eli. And hello, Music City Horror family. Uh, This week for my fun facts, I have the best and worst movies of the year, according to Rotten Tomatoes, because they just compiled a list of 60 horror movies by rating. So um, y'all feel free to chime in if you'd like, if you have an opinion on any of these. But I'm going to start with... The bottom five of the list of 60. 
So coming in at number 56 is something we just mentioned earlier, the Cloverfield Paradox with 19%. Oh, you know, it wow. could have been worse. <laughs> I, 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 I agree. Mean, I thought it was kind of fun. I think our expectations are so high for Cloverfield movies. Oh, yeah. Um, Absolutely. But I thought it was kind of fun and stupid. If you don't think yeah. about it at all, it's kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs> Just leave your brain behind. Yeah. yeah, exactly. That should be the tagline set, maybe. Leave your brain behind. Yeah, yeah. just soak it in. <laughs> Let's see, number 57, and I think only one of us saw this movie this year, and that is The Possession of Hannah Grace, 16% Rotten Tomatoes. Eli? (laughs) (laughs) The one who saw it? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Would you agree with that? Eli? Eli? Is he? Did we lose him? (laughs) I think so. Did Let's he continue. fade? Did he fade into the universe? <laughs> he, uh, went into the Sorry, forward. I was on mute. I was like, I'm talking. I'm talking. <laughs> cool. You're hearing podcasting in real time, people. This is how this yeah. works. Yeah, it is. It is not always edited and perfect. Yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah. like actually voicing the claps. <laughs> Try or trying. <laughs> it's like one of us is like, uh, it was, it was great. <laughs> yeah, it was um, really exciting. Okay, so, anyways, what what did you say? I was uh, Hannah Grace. What did you think about that? Oh yeah, um, mm, um. Eh. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't <laughs> like terrible. It was like so. Okay, so first off, it's set in this hospital, right? And it's like the well, it's actually the morgue, but this morgue looks like a freaking fortress. Like I've never seen anything like this in a movie before. It's like <laughs> ridiculous. But um, I mean, it's you know, it's a good like studio movie. You know, I mean, it's yeah. I would kind of put it in there with like. I don't know the conjuring or the nun or something, you know, like it's just like a, a, like a mainstream. It wasn't especially, um, it was more creepy than anything else, you know? Uh, so I mean, it was, you know, I I wasn't blown away, but it was, it was, it was okay. Okay. Well, uh, that was 57 and coming it in at 58, we don't have just one uh, pretty little liar. We've got two in the bottom five, and that's Truth or Dare with Lucy Oh, Hale. my God. 15%. <laughs> yes. Hey, you said you said that, and it really took me a second. I was like, I don't even know what she's talking about. <laughs> like, who, what Pretty Little Liar had a movie this year? That's how off the radar that movie was for me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Not a fan. No, it was, it was rough. Yeah. Uh, and then at 59, and I did not see this. I don't know if you guys did either, but it got such bad reviews I didn't even bother. Winchester with 14%. No. Yeah, I didn't. I did not bother with that one. Yeah, same. Which yeah. is sad. I think because, that that one know. just came. That one came out right. Didn't that one come out right after like a, a larger release? 
and I can't remember what it was. It came out right after, wasn't it right after Hereditary? I, I want to say it was like in February. It was kind of like a I weird... think it was because Hereditary came out in January. I think it was right after Hereditary. So, I mean, one, how do you really follow that up? Yeah. Two, that movie looked like, I mean, the trailer was just very indicative of how the movie was going to turn out for me, yeah, I guess. It was just like kind of... Because you really can almost... <laughs> you can call a movie based on a trailer these days. And mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And that one, the trailer was terrible. <laughs> yeah, it was terrible. And it's a shame because the Winchester story is really interesting and had a lot of potential, and they just completely blew it. So, I don't know. Maybe one day we'll get a real a good one. But it wasn't this one. <laughs> yeah, I agreed. Sucks to suck. And that brings us to number 60 at the very bottom of the list. And I really had high hopes for this one, but I didn't watch it, I should say. Uh, Slender Man was 7%. Yeah, that I didn't one, watch that one either. I, 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 I must I admit I did it. miss that one. But that one, I don't know. It, it like So I think the budget was like $10 million. Dollars and it grossed like almost sixty million dollars, and then like worldwide, like somebody's watching it. Yeah, teenagers. Yeah, it was like uh, <laughs> yeah. it was like the Nickelback right. of horror movies. Like some, <laughs> somebody's buying the tickets. Yeah, I mean they're right. not just popular for no reason. <laughs> no one's admitting it, but no somebody's yeah. <laughs> purchasing exactly. Yeah. But yeah, I think it was a lot of teenagers, and you know they need four movies to watch, and it's just kind of a fun outing for them. So, whatever. Yeah. But yeah, I, I as an adult human, I'm not going to watch it. <laughs> I'm yeah. better than an adult one. human. I know. Yeah. Like, I love it when you call yourself I'm that. I'm an not. adult human, <laughs> just not. in case you yeah. didn't know. Exactly. I'm not three cats stacked that. up inside of my husband's robe right now. I'm not. I'm a human. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> Totally not three cats stacked up. Promise. (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't be surprised, though. If any of those stream, I'll watch. I'll give it a watch. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. For fun. All right. So that brings us to uh, the top five. So coming in at number five is Revenge with 92%. Yes. I didn't see that one. I've been too afraid to watch it. Oof, it's okay, good. it's in it's in one of the movies I'm going to talk about later. Oh. So yeah, because I I am glad that you're going to talk about that because that's been my 2018. So um, I'll be excited to get to that. Okay, was Revenge on Shutter Street? It is. Yes. Oh, so I'll check that out. And, well, that brings us to number four, also streaming on Shudder, Mandy, with a 92% as well. was I I hated this movie. (laughs) I hated it so much. I'm going to not go, I'm not going to talk about it, but I have to just put my opinion out because I have a very strong opinion. I hated it. (laughs) Aaron and I haven't watched it yet because we haven't been in the... We're like, we are not in whatever space we need to be. We're not sure what that is. Right. But we're not there. (laughs) No, no, no space that I could have ever been in would have ever made me like that movie. Oh, good to know. (laughs) Yeah, we started it. I enjoyed it. It's weird, man. But I enjoyed it. I kind of want to finish it. I'm just weird, though. Like, I 
like things that are kind of. I'm weird though. Like we're all weird. We're all weird. You're not weird for liking the movie because apparently everybody else did, but I just could not. I didn't get it. I just like that it was kind of off the beaten path, and it was you know. um, I'm not gonna. Um, I just I, there's so much that I want to say, and I think I've already done my soapbox about that movie. But it's just like I'm holding it in. <laughs> I mean, trust me. Like h- how you're reacting right now is how I feel on Twitter when everyone is raving about Suspiria. So don't. Okay. Yeah. Don't feel I mean, bad. I still haven't. Yeah, I still haven't seen. I don't that, think we so. haven't talked. We haven't talked about that yet. Yeah. We might need to. No, we might not need later. To. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. So. Coming in at number three is Cam with a ninety three percent. I still haven't I seen that. I loved Cam. I don't. Ooh, I, I have not I seen it. it. It sounds good. I read about it, but it, I have not seen it. Okay, I'll talk about it later because it's also <gasps> okay. on my list in case okay. no one else is going to mention it. It's a good place for me. Yes. To cool. Yay. Yay. Uh, and at number two is the Endless with a ninety five percent. I forgot about that movie. I didn't really feel like it was horror, though. I yeah. don't know if that was part of it, but yeah, I I, I, I don't know. I kind of like my like my whole thing this year has been telling people like I think I, I watched a different movie because mm. like I, I I wasn't blown away with Upgrade. I wasn't blown away with The Endless. I wasn't blown away with um, Suspiria. Like. All these movies are just getting raves, and I'm like, "What fucking movie were y'all watching?" Like, I, I can, f- I, you know, like, um, Suspiria did get, get good reviews, right? Like overall, yes. like, mm-hmm. but I feel like I've also seen that they really did notice a divide in people that loved it and people that hated it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I can find. I generally, I'm one of those. Like, I try to find the good first, and and then it, you know. And then if it just you know floats away, there's nothing I can do about it. But you're like, so optimistic. Yeah, like um, <laughs> all the creatures are stirring. Like not the greatest thing in the world, but there's a couple segments that I enjoyed. And you know, I think for making it on the budget that they made it on, I thought it was fine. Um, but like those movies, I just said, Summer of '84 didn't blow me away. Everyone was just ooing and on, and I'm kind of like, Ugh, I don't know. I mean, I think if that mm-hmm. had came out. Maybe either after Super 8 or before Super 8, and obviously way before Stranger Things. I think I would have like really liked it better. But so that was the vibe of that movie because I I honestly don't even know what you're talking about. I've just yeah. seen the, <laughs> the actual name of it. It's on they it's on Shutter now too. But yeah, I mean it's. Um, I, I mean, agree you, with you on it. it. It didn't blow me away. If you like mm-hmm. Stranger Things minus the demons, then that that's your that's your perfect movie. Then uh, you'll, mm-hmm. you'll I feel it. really bad for you guys because you've primarily watched all the movies where I haven't had time to or the energy to. Because <laughs> I feel like I'm just like I don't know what that is. So I, I'm <laughs> uh, that's okay. I'm right there you with guys you. Being too. good good researchers. Well, when we get done, I've not been great. I'll send everyone this list too. That yes, that would be awesome. It'd be nice to catch up a little bit. We'll have to post it on Instagram too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Does anyone want to guess what number one was? Hereditary. No. What? Wait. Wait. What? What? It got ninety-five percent. Rotten Quiet Place. Yes. Yes. Quiet Place. I keep forgetting that it was came out this year because it seems so long ago. I know. 
It really yeah. wasn't number one. That's crazy. Yeah, I don't remember what number Hereditary was. Wow. But it was a good list. So um, if you're interested, go to RottenTomatoes.com and check it out because there's some good stuff on there. But I would like to get a sh- give a shout out to our friend David Howard Thornton because Terrifier was number twenty eight yeah. on the oh, list, nice. That's awesome. which is awesome. Yeah, That's well so deserved. Well, absolutely. Deserved. Yes, he deserves that. And mm-hmm. and frankly, it's probably mostly for his performance, for real. Um, yeah, why it got so, such so high wonderful. reviews? Yeah, he's awesome. So good. Um, let's see. I've also. Uh, uh, made a little list of just the highest grossing movies of 2018. Uh, number one, obviously, A Quiet Place made the most. Yeah. Number two, Halloween. Yep. Ooh, that's interesting. Yeah. I would think that that would have made more than A Quiet Place, but that's what I thought yeah. too. Interesting. Go figure. Uh, the next one, The Nun. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Like, I want to see it, but stream it please yeah Yeah. Uh, and then i'll watch it (laughs) it was like a it reminded me of like um it reminded me of like a 90s movie like i didn't hate it it was just like unnecessary like i didn't like get you know like i didn't see the point of it like yeah it's kind of boring we and i've i've mentioned this a hundred times i think out of like the 26 episodes i've mentioned it like 20 episodes but like it follows like I love that setup and I love that it's just like, hey, we fucked, there's a demon following you, good luck. And that's it. There's no backstory, there's no mm-hmm. like figuring it out. It's just like this is it. Good luck. And you know, I kinda like so when they when they're like, Oh, well, we're gonna do this nun prequel and blah like I don't care. Like I don't I don't yeah, I don't wanna know all that stuff, you know? Yeah. Right. So I don't care about the nuns history. No. Just let it be like a creepy <laughs> part of this one movie and let it be anyway i thought it was yeah. super boring and it could have i mean honestly they could have done a lot more with it and then they just they just didn't yeah. and i mean there's some them, interesting you know? visuals and stuff and you know but yeah it was yeah you can't just write on that it just reminds me of like going back and watching a movie from the 90s or the 80s like it's, it just doesn't have like that same you know they're not scary you know so yeah. that's kind of how i position it it's kind of you know it has the i don't know uh the draw or the appeal of like a 90s movie you know so you know Agreed. it still made a billion trillion dollars so who cares yeah right. <laughs> they don't care uh, <laughs> the next highest grossing movie was the first purge oh okay I watched that once Which, i wasn't a huge fan i don't know about I saw you guys. It in the theater it was it was good for what it was. Like it was exactly what I was, I was expecting. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't it's, anything more or anything less. It was exactly what I expected. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and give it another try. And it's like what I want from a purge movie too. I thought it was, it was fun. I liked seeing it in the theater. Um, it's, these movies are good social commentaries. Um, and then, you know, you watch it and it's, it's well-made. So they have, you know, they have a lot of, good budget for those kind of movies so whatever but i liked it all right and then number five which i have not seen so i don't know if it would be considered horror but i know we've talked about on the podcast is the house with the clock in its walls which i heard is very good yeah it's it's sweet yeah because i i really really love everything that jack black does me too and i really need to watch it i just haven't gotten around to it 
Definitely yeah. worth a watch. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Well, that's everything I have for fun facts. Awesome. <laughs> we, that's a good air horn time. I know. <laughs> Man, I really yeah. wish I had that queued up right now. That'd have been perfect. Uh, that's okay. We can't always be like on our on our stuff right away. So. I think that just needs to be part of the process from now on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you had that. I can't and see me. Queued up. I like they it. really, they really can't see us, so it's still appropriate. That's right. It's very relevant because they cannot see us. Yeah. No. Man, somebody told a John Cena joke the other day. God, it was so good, and I can't remember what it is. I was like, I'm so pissed at myself for not oh, remembering. No. Oh, man. I'm sure you'll, I'm sure you'll get it back. Mm. You'll get it back. What if it's I okay. don't get it I back? I believe though? in you. KB, what if I believe in you back? though? <laughs> I'm taking a picture of all the wrestling shirts that were given at Christmas at my house this Ooh. year. Oh my, uh, God. my mom, Lisa, and Robert, and Chris might have gotten one too. It was a lot of uh, Matt Hardy shirts. Mm. Delete, delete. That's <laughs> amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I took advantage of the. Um, I don't know what it was actually, but I, they had like six dollar shirts. So I got. I'm actually wearing my. Macho Man versus Steamboat from WrestleMania 3 shirt. And I also got a Ric Flair versus Macho Man shirt. And then I also got a, uh, a Bret Hart shirt. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. So those are my I'd be very surprised to find out that I got no wrestling merch for Christmas. I'm very surprised. Wow. My, uh, one of my brothers was Ric Flair for Halloween um, oh. <laughs> a few years ago. And it was, it was epic. <laughs> it was ridiculous <laughs> want to be the man gotta beat the man yeah he was just going woo a man, lot <laughs> <laughs> amusing adorable yeah nice well that was kind of our mention of wrestling a little bit so. always have one. always yeah. always um kb you're going to the royal rumble correct i certainly am woo! Um, i'm very excited um, Alex, uh, Queen of the Ring, basically like any big thing, she's like, "You need to go. You need to go." I'm like, "Bro, I can't go to like every freaking, you know." So, um, yeah. I, I, I didn't, she's, I didn't uh, get asked about the Royal Rumble, but she wanted me to go to the the Ring of Honor one. I was like, "Man, I just can't freaking." She can't was swing. the she was the last one of our pack to uh, jump on the ship. They they convinced us last minute, and and we just decided to pick up and go. I mean, I think it's a good thing to do the big the big ones at least once, you know? So I've only done one yeah. big one, but I think at some point yeah. I want to do the Rumble and all the other ones. So. I'm pretty excited. Yeah. My, my little break to sanity for a little bit. Yeah. Well, that'll be... I mean, you can report back to us even though it's not horror-related, so... <laughs> yeah, I'll tell everyone how amazing Phoenix was. Yeah. I'm sure they'll, they'll be excited to hear everything. Uh, uh, quick shout out, though, because I will be doing a Royal Rumble predictions episode with Fight Talk. Yeah. Oh, nice. They're, they're a podcast, so uh, we're going to try and record that pretty soon before I head out to Phoenix. So if anybody does actually like wrestling that listens to this, check out Fight Talk, um, and I'll be doing an episode with them soon. That's awesome. Very nice. Very nice. Well, cool. Yes. Well, when we come back, we will dive into our 
uh, our favorites, our picks, whatever, for 2018. So this is the final episode of 2018, and I don't know if we planned this or it's default, I don't know, but we're just going to talk about our favorite stuff from 2018. And, and um, what a year it's been. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe it's already over. Mm-hmm. You've gotten, yeah, you've just gotten all the obligatory things we have to say. Um, yeah, right? Yes. <laughs> yes. I, figured I'd do it. I figured I'd do it for everybody so nobody else has to say it. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. So I think, um, how do we want to, how do we want to start this? Do we want to, everybody do like two or three of their favorites? And, well, and I feel we like just, we're going to share a lot of favorites. So let's just, I mean, we can just, I don't know, shoot the shit. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, I don't have like a top list. Or I didn't a make list. a list. Yeah, I've I have got like a, a little list. Um, I have some stuff that we probably all like agree on if we've yeah. seen it. Um, well, like, I mean, let's just go ahead. Let's just go ahead and start since it came out in January. Let's just go ahead and get Hereditary out of the way because that's going to take up the majority of our time. Yes, that um, way we can give people. Yes. 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 <laughs> A place that that they know that they're going to be here for a few minutes, and if they don't give a shit about hereditary, they can fast forward. That's right. Yeah, um, I had someone ask if we were going to talk about it because they were really uh, wanting to hear thoughts about the movie because it blew their mind so much. So yeah, I mean, come on, like we, you know, we were saying earlier. I decided today before we recorded that I was going to start rewatching it. And it wasn't as as hard, and that's the, that's the thing that uh, about hereditary. It was hard to watch. Yes. Oh, it's so Absolutely. uncomfortable. Um, <coughs> as I choke on my granola, um, <laughs> and I feel I'm like, really into this granola, and now it's going to be why I got on here. <laughs> um, so, I mean, that's that's really what it was. Is it was it was a shocking movie. But it wasn't one of those that was shocking just to be so. It it was, I don't know, I felt like it was tastefully done. It wasn't gratuitous, yes. even though it, yeah. it was at the same time. And even, you know, it wasn't even particularly shocking. I mean, there were some shock scenes. Like, I think it honestly has some of the most terrifying scenes, like, in film. Like, the scene where the son is waking up and the mom is in the corner of the ceiling. Like mm-hmm. that's one of the scariest things I've ever seen. Yeah, um, I agree. I thought it was so Thank terrifying. And there's even okay. parts where she's just talking to the son and, and when she's having the dream and she says like, I, I didn't want, I didn't want to have you or I tried to end like my pregnancy and everyone so in the theater is just like, Oh, it's just shocking. And it's hard mm. to, watch something like that let's do a quick a quick fire of what scene shocked you the most in hereditary what really just really just good and fucked you up yeah (laughs) um kayla you go first oh my gosh um i think it was the the scene where they get up into the treehouse at the very end of the movie and everything comes together Mm -hmm. and you see um, the mom and my the grandma headless on the floor, yeah. 
bowing down in front of the weird Charlie head statue. Oh, oh yeah. my God. Like it's And that music that was playing, it was oh. almost like, you know, like kind of uplifting music, you know, yeah, like, like for royalty, very, but you yeah. were just like, what the hell? Yeah, that was, I thought that was extremely scary. And I think it's because it all comes together at the end and you finally see like what's been mm-hmm. happening the whole time. Because whatever's in there, you know it's not going to be good. But I yeah. didn't exactly. <laughs> know what to That's right. And I thought that was horrifying. Ooh, yeah, I get like chills thinking about this. <laughs> yeah, the part for me, there's a few things that just stick in my brain. But I'm ha- going to have to go with number one is um, the mother, um, Tony Collette's character, sawing her head off with the with the piano wire i guess it was oh yeah. my okay. god that, that shortens this part of the conversation because mine was the same uh, it is something that i will never I know. ever that not even sounds. once will i ever forget <laughs> that scene uh, yeah, this, the sounds were terrifying uh, uh, it, how it gets faster as it goes along oh yeah <laughs> just everything about the i thought the movie was so deeply scary in so many different ways um because even the scene where she, you know the the family's like having the conversation at the dinner table um and the mom's angry at the son after charlie dies that's just to when me when she's telling him to take he needs to um, take responsibility yeah i thought that was horrible get you some water get you some water all right no right Put your arms i'm going over too your hard in the granola deep breaths I will say, speaking of Charlie, like when her head gets knocked off, that was the first part that I was just like, oh, my God. Yeah. That was not as bad the second go around for some reason. Yeah. I'm still I'm still scratchy, but I'm good. I think some of like a scene like that was so shocking. Um, Like some of the people in the theater laughed because it's so uncomfortable and shocking that your I think your body just responds in very odd ways. Um, Yeah. And it was, yeah, people either gasped or, like, kind of giggled. Like, now what? <laughs> now I what? Um, you know, the, the the character who, in the trailer, you kind of assume this is the main character, yeah. maybe the main antagonist, yes. just get their head knocked off. Yeah. <laughs> I think that was and kind I've of already- the, uh, you know, what they did with Drew Barrymore and Scream, kind of. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, when that happened, when I was at, when I was watching it, I mean, it was like, very audible gasp and like mm. for a couple minutes people were like like it was shocking like I don't think anyone saw that coming mine was also the uh, Tony Clip saw her head off but also right before the the head scene um, that sounded weird right before Charlie <laughs> died um, I, I, I had to like I, I didn't get this until after like I had to go back and like research or everything but like the the symbols on the pole yeah mm-hmm. and so it's kind of all like it was inevitable that that's what was going to happen and there's signs like I think when the um, like when the, the 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 one that basically does like the seance or whatever, like there's those signs in her house if you're looking in the right place and stuff, and it's just all mm-hmm. connected and crap, and um, it's just um, 
You know, I know people get kind of. Well, that was really smart of them to do because that merits you going back and rewatching it a second mm-hmm. time yes. to, to look for that stuff. And you start putting everything together um, because, you know, obviously you get to the point where you know the grandmother's involved with this weird thing. You realize that it's a cult for this demon. Um, but then when you start going back and putting the pieces together, it falls in so well to, to being about. You know, not just that creepy cult, but also like the family. They've been trying to set the mother, the grandmother's been trying to set this up for so long. Um, and she writes in that book that um, uh, Annie finds at the beginning. Um, she has that note in there to her daughter, and it says, like, our sacrifice will pale next to the rewards. And like, even that in the very beginning, maybe like 10 minutes in, kind of gives you a, we- a weird feeling. Um, like none of this is going to be good <laughs> again, but um, you start putting it together at the very end, and I just think the whole storytelling process is brilliant. How everything fits together. Yeah, I mean, a lot yeah. of people were not happy with the ending, you know, and I think it was just um, I don't know. Like I think a lot of people nowadays, like they just want to. I don't know, like, be the smartest person in the room, you know? And, like, they want to, like, out... Yeah. Oh, I knew that was going to happen. Like, you didn't know this was going to happen. You had no idea. Yeah. <laughs> um, <enough>. yeah. <laughs> and I think it was, like, the fact that Charlie's gone 10 minutes in, and then it turns into this, you know, it, it's just about a demon or a cult or whatever, and it didn't really go the way that they wanted it to go. A lot of people kind of bitched about it, but... Um, I mean, I... I think the ending is just like the exclamation point. You know what I mean? Like the ending. Oh yeah. I mean, the ending could have just been whatever. I mean, it didn't, I don't care. I mean, I mean the, the, everything up into that is the, that's the meat of it, you know, just how everything fell in place. And, um, yeah. So, um, and again, I think we mentioned it when it first came out, and I think we talked about it, but this was the director's first movie, which is also just mind-blowing. And, um, <laughs> it's completely mind-blowing. So. Um, and I, I think the ideas of um, the family and gender are really interesting. Um, you know, like, the all of the women are very secretive, um, and there's so many strange secrets, and the men are kind of plagued with this... Um, you know, what in the beginning they kind of say is mental illness, um, like the son starves himself and um, all of that. But then it circles back to like the women are <laughs> kind of enforcing this demon on the men in the family and it's slowly yeah. driving them crazy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I just I just think it's such an, an amazing uh, um, perspective. I think that's really cool. Um, yeah, it's yeah, very disturbing. Right. I did like um, the, you know, the dollhouse or the little figurines, you know, like they would zoom in and then it would like the movie would start, you know, like a scene. Yeah. That that was super cool. It was really um, cool. Yeah, yeah. The way they used art, even like Charlie's art, yeah. the, her weird bird head mm-hmm. <laughs> dolls and things like the way that they express themselves. Um and kind of deal with their weird, <laughs> yeah. uh, their either their pain or their very strange uh, 
demon mindset, I guess, in Charlie's case. I thought that was fascinating to use art to kind of express that. And even to subtle ways. Yeah. So, um, I've only watched the whole movie once and just now watched the last 20 minutes on well, not just now, but the other day. Freaks me out. Anyways, you guys think that Charlie's already possessed with the maybe the beginning? What do you guys think? Um, I know that's a theory. Um, I, I didn't, I didn't think about it that way, but, um, I've only, like I actually, Eddie. I only saw it once. I've only seen it in the theater, so, um, I'll probably need to rewatch it just to kind of see. I mean, it makes sense because she was a weird kid, you know, yeah. but. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it messed me up that much. That's why I haven't watched it again. <laughs> I I think that she was. I think the idea of um, the mother talking about how she kept Peter, the son, away from the grandmother, um, mm-hmm. kind of implied, and how the she basically says that she gave Charlie to the grandmother to raise, and even the grandmother's like breastfeeds Charlie. Um, yeah. I think that that kind of implies that she is either possessed from the beginning or like raised to be possessed. Um, yeah, that alone is too much for me. Oh yeah. That with that freaky dollhouse scene, I was like, I can't, <laughs> it's terrifying. Um, yeah. but I think, um, I think that Charlie is, uh, possessed from probably the very beginning of her life probably. Um, and you know, she is a weird kid and, um, you know, and pretty much any, <laughs> any way, any take on it, <laughs> you know, maybe she is yeah. possessed by Damon or maybe she's just weird. And if you, like, I've read way too much into like the, the demon payment that she's possessed by or represents, um, mm-hmm. and how some things that Charlie does are supposed to be reflective of that demon. So, um, you know, I think, I think that she is, um, I think that's pretty likely, um, yeah. And Charlie even says like she, you know, she wanted me to be a boy. <laughs> it's oh, like, yeah, yeah, she did. <laughs> but I, you're just yeah, gonna have did. to deal. Yeah, <laughs> just gonna have to be good enough. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean that. That's one of the things that you don't really, you know, I'm not gonna say spoiler alert because obviously we've gotten to a lot so far. But that's one of the things that you don't really understand until towards the end of the movie. Like, why did they want him? you know want her to be a boy and then it's just mm-hmm. it's just it's such a crazy I, I like when they take things from mythology because it does kind of like root it in I'm not going to say fact obviously but it roots it in stuff that people have put in books for centuries and, and they're pulling like these actual like demons and I, I use air quotes around that because you know I don't, you know, who knows, but, um, grounding that in stuff that's not just pulled from the air and it's a new universe mm-hmm. really, really freaks you out. Cause you're able to go in and you're, you're able to type in, you know, the name of the demon, you're able to look up the stuff and it lines up with the movie. So for them to pull from that and make it like, you know, historically accurate, I guess you could say was 
yeah. almost a little bit more freaky when it takes that sharp turn because it looks mm-hmm. like, you know, a depressing family drama and then all of a sudden it's Satan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty wild. It is crazy. And I mean, the movie is so well done. And I think the director says something about this, too, that you could take out all the horror parts and it would still be like a really devastating, dark family drama. And it's like, oh, yeah, yeah. for sure. (laughs) Absolutely. I think that 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 mindset works really well for horror in general. Um, I think more directors could deal with having that mindset of when they go in to make a movie. Like, let's make this good in two different ways. <laughs> like, let's make this good from all angles. Um, let's make the story strong enough to stand um, on many different legs. Yep. <laughs> Eli, in with it. Yep, let's go. <laughs> um, but yeah, there. I mean, there's so much to un- unpack in Hereditary. You know, we could do a month-long series <laughs> but apparently we're we're getting uh the key music to to move on for hereditary yep. so um i'll throw out one i'm not sure if we've all seen it or not yet but another one that i think is a favorite um the haunting of hill house mm-hmm. on netflix mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. was probably yes. my most favorite thing of the whole year um um, probably my favorite show uh, up next to Hereditary is the favorite movie. I just think everything about it was almost perfect, really. Um, this and it, this is again another thing that works with like the family drama also works on its own without the horror, but it um, significantly boosts it. And I just I just think it's such a beautiful story, and it's very um, redemptive, which I think I appreciate more as maybe the world gets a little bit harder <laughs> um, and hope feels sometimes a little bit more difficult to grasp onto. I think that having this kind of redemptive arc in a horror story is very welcome to me right now. Um, so I know a lot of people didn't like the last episode, um, but I, I really enjoyed it for what it was and kind of what it said about family relationships. Um, I just think that the story arcs of the characters are absolutely beautiful. And of course, it's really scary. A lot of, you know, the bent neck lady is terrifying and I'll never mm-hmm. get that out of my head. And the concept is deeply disturbing and sad. Um, I just think it's a beautiful piece. Um, storytelling yeah. really. Yeah, I, I agree. S- I saw a theory, um, posted where the, uh, the kids were all the, the different stages of grief. Yeah. And I mean, uh, I totally, think that theory works out pretty well um yeah it's kind of a somebody eh, i don't know if it's dread central or bloody disgusting i don't know one of those guys um i mean netflix like killed it this year with horror stuff i mean they had a lot of really did um we were just talking about the uh, Cloverfield Paradox that dropped. They announced it during the Super Bowl, and then it dropped right after the Super Bowl. Um, and then, did we talk about the Black Mirror movie, or did we skip that? I think we skipped it. Okay. <laughs> maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe we'll review it in January. Um, so that's another thing they did. But, um, 
Yeah. Um, so it's just wild that I don't know. I mean, I think that was stunning in a different way. You know, I don't think people were expecting um, not only the quality, but also, you know, it was definitely it was just a classic example of they were using horror to tell a different story, you know? And, Mm. um, yeah, I think, yeah. So that's all I I gotta say. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I loved the family. Like I really felt like I knew each one of them, especially Nell, you know? Oh yeah. And, and and you mentioned the bitnick lady, like that episode where you, figure out the origin of that like uh, I can see that in my head right now it just sticks with me when she's yeah. dropping through like each layer you oh, know gosh, like when, when she's yeah. seen it in her past like oh, oh my gosh you know like just, tears came to my eyes oh and, yeah it's so it's scary because the image is terrifying but it's just your mm-hmm. heart just like shatters yes uh, and Oh yeah, I just cried and cried and yeah, yes. it was such a sad movie. I know, yeah. and yeah, or sad and, show, yeah. And the final episode, of course, I'm just like crying my eyes out. Oh, I mean, yeah. I just, every character is just wonderful, yeah, wonderfully portrayed, and mm-hmm. I mean, there's like, just so many things to that show, so many layers. Yeah, it's it's Stuff really that we don't even beautiful. know quite yet. Yeah, because <laughs> it's yeah. not and, over. Yeah, I I don't know. I it's one of those things where I, I hope it just gets kind of. I just wish it got left alone. I don't know. I'm as I get older, I'm less willing to put up with like let's do multiple sequel of shows. I like se- a good. Yeah. I like a a one good season. Yeah, but some shows don't start off that way. Sometimes That's, some shows are yeah. start slow to start, and then they pick up in later seasons, like mm-hmm. The Office. So, <laughs> you know, you, you can't say that The Office should have ended after the first season because what kind of world would we live in? Oh, a terrible <laughs> one. Um, so, <laughs> I, I mean, I, I am excited. World. I am excited to see where this series goes. Um, and if it's bad, it's bad. But, you know, at least they gave it a shot. It'll give yeah. us something to watch and something to talk about. A better example of that would be Parks and Rec. Um, That's exactly well. Once they I mean, I once they get with Mark, it gets so much better. <laughs> I um, I just started that series for the first time. So what? That was part of my analogy, Ooh. but I, I veered towards the Office because I'm okay. a little bit more familiar with it. So. Um, I, I have I have the hot take. I think Parks and Rec is better. I I think I've heard you say this before. Yeah, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna acknowledge that hot take. <laughs> just 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 holler back at me when you're like the last two seasons of Parks and Rec and compare it to the last two seasons of The Office, and it's just no, that's not a fair. That you can't compare it that way. That's, you can though. I'm not gonna. <laughs> not gonna get in this argument with you. I just put it in a sentence. <laughs> you can. You he'll can really. He'll and now he's really talking. <laughs> yeah, when we were talking about how beautiful Hereditary is, he's like, "Yep, yep." <laughs> now he wants so. to talk. Yeah. <laughs> now he wants to talk. I see. <laughs> we tease. We tease. Um, yeah, haunting. I'm not kidding house. though about Parks and yeah. Rec. I'm serious. Okay. 
I believe your I believe God, your opinion. It's not a joke, guys. Come on. Okay. Um Cool. So where are we at now? Um you know how somebody thrown another one that they loved this year. I mean, do you guys want to talk about Halloween? Yeah, man. Was that was a good one. <laughs> I didn't so see it, good. but I know that you guys did. So. Yes. I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. What, Eli, what would you think? <laughs> You're my date. <laughs> yeah, we... Um, um, I saw it twice, and, you know, the second time, obviously... You're starting to see some holes in the, <laughs> you know, holes in the script and holes in the, uh, just the story. Um, like podcasting and how they don't understand how podcasting works. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I, I think, and I, I, I think I, I might have just talked to Lena about it. I don't remember, but um, I mean, I think that was probably the best story they could do to get it to where it needed to be like get a modern take on it um it was kind of strange that um you know the whole controversy about it is um they 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 ignored everything past part one which was strange because part one ends with him falling off the house and then he's not there when they look you know mm-hmm. and it's like how would you like why would you automatically assume he was captured and institution institutionalized like that i don't know that was a, that was a weird one um but then they also you know he's not related to uh Lori anymore so um it was strange that they decided to do that but then it still seems like he was targeting her for some reason you know what I mean like it was still like I don't know so some of that stuff was just kind of a head scratcher like how what they did with the timeline and you know the mythology and stuff like that but um, um, but yeah I mean he was violent and yeah so I enjoyed it I loved it. Were we the only and two that the, watched it? Did, Kayla, did you? Yeah, see I didn't. I didn't see it. No, yeah, I didn't see it either. I I read. I listened to a few podcasts about it, kind of reviewing or read reviews about it, and um, I'll probably see it at some point. But I think my there are so many brand new ideas happening in horror. I think that I get kind of burnout on remakes or reboots or sequels and I don't know I, I it's one of those things where I'm like oh, I'll, I'll see it eventually you know um, and I'll probably enjoy it when I actually see it but um, it's one of those things where it's like well you know if Netflix is killing it on something else like I'm gonna stay home and watch Netflix <laughs> I, don't, yeah. I don't know um, I tend to be a little picky about what I go see in the theater um, but it's one of those things I probably should have seen it, but it came out at a time when I was really busy, so didn't really make it a priority. But I think I'll watch it eventually, and it'll probably be really fun. <laughs> I think one that we're not uh, we're forgetting to mention is um, A Quiet Place, actually, came uh, out this year. Mm-hmm. And that was 
Um, I don't know if I'd call it one of my favorite movies of 2018, but it was definitely close. I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I agree. It, it didn't like, I mean, it was, it was great. I loved it. I enjoyed it. It wasn't one of my favorites, but mm-hmm. I did see it in the theaters and toward the end of its run. So it was just like me and two other people in the theaters. So that was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, great story. I thought they did a good job at um, blending kind of a more classic setup where it's like these monsters are trying to get you or it's the end of the world, those sort of things with a newer concept of having to be silent. And I also think it works really well, especially in a theater where people are hopefully (laughs) being quiet. And I think it makes probably one of the best theater experiences I've ever had. Um, because my theater people were luckily well-behaved, and it was very effective watching it in the theater, and everybody was quiet, and the movie was silent, and um, I found it really, really effective. And I thought that that was a really good idea and something interesting that I'm happy that um, Krasinski brought to the table that we hadn't really seen before. I thought that was really fun. I agree with that, because I did buy popcorn for that movie, and when it started, I was trying to eat so quietly. I was like... Quietly crunching, you know. <laughs> Sorry. You know, other than the theater was very bare, there was no one in there, but I didn't want to, you know, interrupt the people behind me. <laughs> you feel yeah, like I, you to- kind of I have totally to tread agree. lightly. Yeah. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was a lot of fun, um, and there were a lot of really good family um, emotional moments, particularly with the little son the toy and oh it's just it it gets really sad and you can tell these people have been through a lot of struggle and i thought it was well acted yeah um that could also tie into bird box if anybody's seen it yet i have seen it i really liked it a lot i liked it a lot too well i have not seen it quite yet i do plan on trying to watch it but i have not I have not gotten around to it yet. Yeah. Well, I mean, it just came out like four days ago or whatever. So, (laughs) you know, it's been pretty. um, But it's, gosh, it's beautifully shot. Wow. It's just, I was like, where is this place? I need to go. I need to go to this place. It's so beautiful. Uh, But I thought it was, I thought it was really fun. A good, a good one. Um, And speaking of Netflix too, um, I'd like to touch on Cam really quick. I don't know if I'm. Am I the only one who saw Cam? Yeah. No. Um, I thought it was really awesome. There are some parts, um, if, if you don't know the setup, it's about a Cam girl who she is naked on the internet. Uh, naked for to on pay the for, internet. And she's naked on the internet, the classic. Um, and I'm always a little skeptical of movies that kind of take place partially online because I just feel like they end up being kind of kiddish, like teenagers and as teenagers being teenagers. Um, But this one, she's a grown adult woman and she um, has her channel and she's trying really hard to get to like the top 10 of the cam girls. And she's doing all of this different stuff to, to be interesting. Um, And one day she, I think she comes home or something and there is her double, an exact double of her, is doing a show on her channel. And she can no longer access the channel. Um, 
she can't post any videos. She can't really comment on the videos. And it's like this really creepy, uncanny thing where she's watching herself do these things and she knows that it's not her and people don't believe her. Um, and it's very scary. Um, but it's, it's a very scary concept. It may not exactly work out to be truly terrifying when you're actually watching it, but I thought it was a really, um, feminist, um, sex positive movie. Um, but I think was about, you know, it's about your own body <laughs> and having control over your own body and probably how weird that feels to not have control over it and to see yourself in this different way. Um, and I thought it was really good, um, particularly for you know being a movie on Netflix. Um, they had a lot of really good scenes that weren't just about being terrified either. Like her family, um, she's trying to hide her job from her family, uh, even while she's buying like expensive new couches and things. Um, it's, it, it was really good. I actually recommend people check it out. Um, it was, it was really interesting. And I think gives a good window to seeing what movies about the internet and about this time period that we're in right now could be, if that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of just like dumb teen chatting mm-hmm. movies, it could actually be something serious and interesting. So that's on Netflix now. Yes. Yeah. It came out a couple Yay. weeks ago. Cool. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. Awesome. Now the, the big question is, is, is her, is her name also cam? Hmm. It's her name. Also. Oh, cam. it's, it's cam just meaning like cam girl. Cause her name, her name is Lola, of course, oh. because I mean, I guess probably half of cam girls in the world are probably called Lola, <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, her name, her name, her performance name is Lola. Mm. <laughs> I mean, they could have just tied it all together and just named her Cam. You know, uh, you know I hadn't thought about That's that, true. but that would have been really easy. <laughs> <laughs> but of course, she's getting naked on the internet, so. <laughs> naked on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I mean, my list, um, I don't know if officially this is what I but I, I had Hereditary A Quiet Place and Halloween as my top three um, I think those are just the three I enjoyed the most I did see them all at the theater so um, and then I just had some other ones I jotted down so they're kind of more like honorable mentions I guess like because there's just a lot of stuff that came out this year oh yeah um, we of course have to mention Joe Bob and the last drive-in, and uh, yeah. I'm gonna call this Joe the Bob. year of this is the year of Joe Bob. Mm-hmm. Yes, <laughs> I'm calling. I agree. Yeah. Year Absolutely. of Joe Bob. I think we so have good. a thing for that too. So, um, <laughs> thank you. Yeah. So, yeah. but yeah, he just did uh, last week uh, the Phantasm uh, marathon, which I only got like a, a movie and a half into it. I couldn't stay up to do the whole thing so yeah I watched the first one um love you Joe Bob so that's fun (laughs) and Diana she's you know oh no she's so cool she's so great um but um the Predator came out this year a lot of people hated it I enjoyed it um Hellfest came out around Halloween I thought it was an awesome perfect Halloween movie um Mayhem came out earlier this year um, Ooh, I forgot about that. That was yep, a good one. That was a good one. Um, we talked about Revenge. 
Um, Downrange was earlier this year. I also thought was really good. Um, that's the one the car breaks down and the sniper starts taking them out. Yeah, I didn't like it, but whatever. <laughs> Everyone else liked it but me, I think. Um, that's how I felt about Mandy. Everybody else liked it but me. Yep. <laughs> um, the Ranger um, was pretty good. It was an indie one. Um, I don't know how long it's been out. It came out in 2018. Um, we talked about Haunting of Hill House, uh, Bird Box. Uh, the Ritual came out earlier this year. That was oh, oh my god! That was a good one. That was a good one. Terrifier. Um, did y'all see Cargo on Netflix? Uh, no. That was Martin Freeman, the zombie movie. Ooh, I love Martin Freeman. Yeah. Um, Apostle. We mentioned that before. Yeah. Oh, Dan Stevens is so. I w- I've been wanting to watch that, and I just keep I keep forgetting. But that's been on my list to watch, and I've just never gotten around to it. I've I've actually really actively wanted to watch it, but for some it's reason, good. I just. Good one. That's another Netflix exclusive, and it's could have very easily been an indie, you know, released in the movies. Absolutely. Yeah. Um. The Night Comes for Us. I did not see that one yet, but it's on... Actually, I think that's Netflix as well. Um, uh, Creeped Out, which I saw a few of those episodes. That was pretty good. <laughs> I love yeah. that show. Yeah. It's so fun. And I know we've talked about it before, but I don't think we've mentioned it on this episode. But Sabrina... I was about Yay. to ask when someone was going to bring up Sabrina I know. So talk about it. Love, love, <laughs> love, love, love it. Um, I think we needed something so... F- it was just fun and, like, outrageous. Mm-hmm. Um, there's so many demons and the ants yes. saying, like, praise Satan all the time. I just no. thought it was hilarious. Like, <laughs> it's just too. so fun. Yeah. I think we needed something that so was cute. just fun and not super serious. It was, it was great. Yeah. yeah. I agree. Well, they've renewed it for... I think like three or four more seasons. So Perfect. Yeah. 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 Bit. Um, let's see. Uh, we mentioned Cam. Um, there's one called "May the Devil Take You," and mm-hmm. I want to say that's Shutter. Um, let's see. We said Cam. Uh, Insidious came out this year. The last key. Oh yeah, I didn't see that one. Yeah, it was. Uh, I can't remember it. It was okay. I think I it saw was, it. Um, I don't um, mm-hmm. Lynn Shay was in it. Mm-hmm. And she's... Ooh. Um, I just know her. She was in, like, Night, The Nightmare <laughs> on Elm Street. Uh, yeah. All the other Insidiouses. Yeah. Most of them, I think. Um, um, I will throw out really quick um, Revenge, which is on Shudder. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we talked about that one yet, where it's... Um, I, don't, I hate to call it, like, a rape revenge movie because those are... Mm, they were popular a while back, I guess, and tend to be like frowned upon now because they use like rape scene as like almost a little bit too um, titillating and disturbing and very male focused. And this one, though, is directed and written by a woman. Um, and she, there's, you know, this girl goes through a rape. It's not filmed in a very gross way um, that made me uncomfortable or anything and then she just like is covered in blood and just like kills everyone and 
you know, some, and I think in 2018, I needed to see like this woman just kill a bunch of rapists. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this is fine. <laughs> yes. Was, I think it was like right around like kid, the Kavanaugh hearings and stuff. And I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to watch this right now <laughs> and nice. be thrilled with it. <laughs> it was, it was yeah. good. I, it was very stylish too. Um, so, you know, it's one of those things where it's hard to recommend to people because if you, um, have triggers with something like that it's it's not something i might recommend but um if you're looking for something like a little bit um different or you're looking for a very like powerful feminist film you know give it a shot it's it's well worth uh well worth a watch um and for somebody who i think the director slash writer is really talented so that's awesome too nice yeah i'm gonna check that out um, it's a good one. On Shutter today, I actually started. I haven't finished. You might be the killer. Has anyone watched that yet? Ooh, I'm intrigued by the title. <laughs> it's got awesome. Allison Hannigan in it, and then uh, the guy from Cabin in the Woods that played the stoner in it. Oh, I love, I that, love guy. that guy. Yes, I know. So that's on Shutter right now. So I'm going to finish that soon. But it's gotten good reviews. So. That's one of my latest. Yeah, I'll check that out latest too. Latest finds. Um, what else, guys? Let's see. So we said the where are we at? Cam. Okay, so Annihilation. Did y'all see that? Annihilation. <gasps> I love that movie so much. Yeah. <laughs> that was actually one of the ones that I mentioned in my top ones that I was excited about for this year, um, and I thought it was really good, actually. Um, I was already excited about it, but I was pretty blown away. Um, um, yeah, who's the star in that? Uh, Natalie Poirier. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. It's yeah, it's so trippy and awesome. I really, yes. I really liked it. I know a lot of people were disappointed or thought it was too weird, but I just, I that's kind of my jam. So I really, awesome. I enjoyed that movie. That's awesome. Yeah, there was some controversy because. It did go to theaters for like two weeks and then it went to Netflix. So, but the, obviously, the majority of people are like, screw it, I'll just wait till it comes out on Netflix. And, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, yeah, that was kind of hard because I think if they hadn't have, it almost kind of shows that they didn't have a lot of faith in it. But I think it could have done well with a good marketing campaign. And I don't know, it was kind of, it was kind of sad that there were a lot of people in the theater, but I was a little bit sad that it didn't do super well. I think it could have done fine. Yeah. It's almost just like Netflix doesn't care about, I mean, the majority of, like, Amazon and Hulu and stuff, I mean, they put movies out in the theater because they're trying to win Oscars, and it doesn't seem like Netflix mm. cares about that, you know? Yeah. They, they just want you to pay your nine ninety nine or eleven ninety nine a month, whatever it is. And, um, so I don't know. That was kind of a head-scratcher. But anyways, it's made a lot of top lists I've seen so far, um... Upgrade, which we talked about, it's fine. I wasn't blown away. Um, the Endless, again, not ex- you know particularly hard, but it's kind of lumped into it. Um, the first Purge came out this summer. Uh, it was a big hit. The Nun wasn't that great, but it was a hit. Uh, Slenderman was surprisingly hit. Um, the Meg, I didn't watch that, but it was everybody. Had it noticed, was so. boring. I heard mixed stuff. Yeah, I heard. It's, you know, for just a dumb action movie. It was movie, a shark action movie. Yeah. Um, 
you know, so. Like, that's really all I could ever say about it. Yeah. Um, KB's favorite movie, Mandy. Um, Summer of 84. Mm-hmm. Um, Night of Something Strange is on Shudder. Digging Up the Marrow is on Shudder. Dead Wax is on Shudder. Um, Satan Slaves is on Shudder. And then we talked about Cloverfield. Um, like, the title sounds really stupid. Um, it sounds like it would be, like, a weird, like, pseudo horror porno from the 70s but it's actually really good <laughs> um Satan Sleeves is awesome I, I really like it <laughs> yeah it's so cool. look past the stupid title give it a shot it's it's really interesting awesome yeah it's gotten good reviews um, I liked it a lot and I know there's others um you know I know we talked about Terrifier and we already mentioned Cloverfield. And, uh, I just want to throw this out there. Did anybody see Puka? Not yet. It's like going viral and stuff, but I don't. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't my favorite. I'm gonna go ahead and say. <laughs> was it on? Was it on Hulu or Shutter? Uh, oh wait, it was Hulu. It was Hulu. Yes, oh. yes. I've got it on my list to wa- to watch, but uh, it was I just like. Had- uh, it wasn't what I was in the mood for because I was in the mood for a Christmas movie and it seemed Christmassy, but it was like a Black Mirror episode that was like an hour and a half long, basically. Oh, so <laughs> no happy ending yeah. or anything. So <laughs> if you watch it, just if you're super bored, but it wasn't my fave. Mm-hmm. That's okay. Yeah. I haven't seen it. It happens. <laughs> um, yeah. So I mean, I think that's. I don't know, that, those are the high points, right? Yeah. Um, could I pop in with like three books right now? <gasps> yes, please, please. Yes. Okay. So everyone assumes that whatever Stephen King puts out each year is going to be the best thing of the year, but it's not mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. So here are my top three: We Sold Our Souls by Grady Hendrix, who is my favorite person in the world currently um okay. he he's written um horror store and my best friend's exorcism and paperbacks from hell and he writes horror with a really good wit um a lot of he's just fun like a fun book that still happens to be a little scary or have horror themes um mm-hmm. and this book is about um a woman named Chris, and she's probably in her 40s, I think late 30s. Um, and she was in a band when she was a teenager with some guys. And one of the guys has become really successful, like the biggest like rock act in the world. And everyone else has kind of done okay in life, but she's really struggled. Um, and she finds out some information about the band and about the guy who... Um, became really successful. And I mean, the book is called We Sold Our Souls. So, you know, <laughs> that kind of has an implication of what happened um, when they were having some disagreements as a band. It's very good. Um, the uh-huh. Hunger is by Alma Katsu, and it is a uh, reimagining of the Donner Party story. Um, and so they start off, you know, on the track, and obviously she's done a crab load of research on this story. Um, but it, and it's already a horrifying story anyway, but she adds in kind of a supernatural monster 
element that's not really very obvious, but is a very creeping um, sensation as you're reading the book that not only are things going wrong because they're literally starving and they're making all of the wrong choices, but also something is following them um, on their wagon train and kind of watching them fall apart. And ooh, it's really, it's really creepy. So if you like kind of historical fiction with little twist, it's perfect. Um, and then a book called baby teeth um, by uh, Zoji stage. Um, baby teeth is kind of a take on the bad seed story where there's a kind of an evil kid, a kid that's inherently bad. Um, and it's told from a point of view of a mother and her daughter and the daughter refuses to speak. She is very, um, intelligent, but she hates her mother so much that she like refuses to talk. Um, and you, so you see the, read the point of view of the mother trying to figure out (laughs) what's going on with her daughter. What has she done wrong? And then the daughter who's plotting all of this stuff, Um, because she's convinced that her mother hates her and it might be correct. And also the daughter's a little touch of evil, (laughs) which is always fun to have an evil child in a story. (laughs) Um, So those are my three favorite books. Um, I'm sure Stephen King's books are, are fine, (laughs) but but those, those three are my favorite horror ones of the year. Yeah. I literally just downloaded all the samples to that. So (laughs) So excited. (laughs) I think, I think everybody, is just born with an innate love of Grady Hendrix and they just don't know it yet. Um, <laughs> so I, <laughs> I think that everybody would love it if they gave it a shot. So, uh, That's we awesome. sold our souls is, is really a lot of fun. <laughs> so check that one out for sure. But they're all really good in different ways. Yeah, just from the cover alone. I'm like, that looks like awesome. His covers are brilliant. He has a cover for <laughs> the best, my best friend's exorcism. And it's done like an old VHS case cover from the 80s um it's it's beautiful (laughs) it's so great his his covers are fabulous yeah we we might need to start like a music city horror book club oh my gosh i i I said that to (laughs) kayla in the summer and she said nay (laughs) (laughs) well now that i have you know moved in our aren't like in a pit of despair and job searching <laughs> and trying to get my house together <laughs> it might be a little bit more possible well, and, uh, i mean and, and my pitch wasn't even like a book club like literally a book club i, I was just saying call <laughs> the show that you know what i mean like yeah uh, kind of like oprah's book club or reese with their spoon <laughs> yeah just like this is what you guys should read yeah with it right. <laughs> yeah. And, then, book you know, club. <laughs> and then occasionally you could do a hey this show is the review of this badass book yeah i mean we could do it <laughs> i mean do it. i'm not interested in it anymore just because <laughs> but you it's could done. do it and i'll just yeah. produce it for you how about that? <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. Boom. Cool. Done. <laughs> um, cool. So that's 2018 in a nutshell. Um, we got to, we talked to some cool cats and, uh, it was a good year. It was good. It's a good year for horror anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's for sure. For I felt sure like we horror. got we got a we've gotten a lot of really good stuff over the past couple of years. So yeah. we have a lot to be thankful for. Yeah, we got a lot so to talk about. 
Yeah, let's I think talk the, about. I think the January show is going to be a, the first one's going to be a big one, just because yeah. we'll kind of uh, do our sneak peek for 2019, and then Kayla, I think, suggested we're going to do our horror resolutions for 2019. Yes, yes, I, lo- I love that idea. I yes. think it's going to be a blast, y'all. I've got a few good ones that I'm going to try to tackle this year, but. That's for next year. <laughs> is one of them it's starting few days uh, away. the Music City Horror Book Club? You know, it might be. <laughs> it might that's be. That's a really I, good idea. I wonder where you got that idea from. I know. I. It's just amazing how I come up with these brilliant ideas. It's crazy. Um, <laughs> so I think, um, heard that. <laughs> I think. Um, cool. So I guess we're going to do our socials then. Socials. We're at Music Music City Horror everywhere. Instagram. Definitely follow us there. We're the most fun on Instagram. Um, Facebook sometimes. Twitter. Um, indie Popcorn. Um, check us out everywhere. And we're now on Spotify as Yay. of last month, I think. So that's really awesome. So um, if you prefer Spotify, um, check us out on there too because we are now everywhere. And you can we're find us everywhere. everywhere. We're always watching you <laughs> um, um yeah i wanted to just say thanks to everyone because um we i don't remember if we made a little thing about it or not but we just crossed like fifteen thousand followers on instagram surprisingly yeah. a big the majority well not the majority a big chunk of our audience is actually from los angeles which is interesting oh. um hello peeps yeah hello hello west What's coast up? um <laughs> I'm sure they love our accents. Yeah, of course. <laughs> um, the second largest, of course, Nashville. But um, we're almost to a thousand followers on Twitter, which we're not very active on that, admittedly. But it's there. And then we've uh, we've actually lost a couple followers on Facebook because I think we're posting mainly on Instagram and kind of neglecting Facebook. So we we actually dipped below 12k on Facebook, but close enough to round up so oh well um but um a couple things um we do have a patreon page um we don't really push it or anything it's just kind of a uh i almost call it a tip jar i mean if you want to go <laughs> over there and just do a one-time donation just say hey i like your stuff that's awesome you know, I have people that do the monthly recurring thing and they just do a dollar, you know, and it just, we'll find something to do with it. You know what I mean? We'll new merch, new stickers, whatever. Um, you know, so people do ask us periodically, what, you know, what, how My kitty. Um, <laughs> yes, also, um, you know, if we post something on Facebook, if you want to repost that, that just broadens the audience. Um, and then also five star reviews for our friends. So, if you wanted to hop Woo-hoo. on iTunes and drop one of those, that'd be cool too. And um, so I have some shout outs. If, do, do any of y'all have any? Me too. Yes. Cool. You go first. Oh, thank you. I just want to shout out um, the Horror Virgin, our Ooh. friends. <laughs> Yay! Jen and Todd, because they are so awesome. And um, I just filmed our recorded episode with them. That's going to drop on New Year's Eve. So give them a follow at the horror virgin on Instagram, Facebook, et cetera. They are so much fun. Uh, and just, and just great peeps. So 
thank you guys for having me on the episode and everybody follow them so you can check it out it's uh, actually we're talking about 30 days of night which Ooh. was fun and that's that one of my long. favorites that's like one of my underrated favorites I actually really really enjoy that movie that one yes. is underrated for sure yeah yeah it was a it was a fun one to watch so it'll be fun for y'all to listen <laughs> <laughs> that's that's my shout out cool um, we'll put something up when that episode's live too. So, um, well, ours um, for mine, I should say, um, we've had a couple people um, message us and you know, yada yada yada. Um, Northwest Corner is a podcast um, based in the Northwest Corner. Hence the name. And they, um, I think they mainly focus on like independent um, actors or, you know, people, not huge actors, just kind of independent people, but they do interview different people um, in the entertainment industry. And I think they have interviewed some horror people um, previously. So um, I told them I'd give them a shout out. Um, Also, um, the name of the well my autocorrect changed it it's uh it's not sexy it's hexy it's two hexy mamas (laughs) um they are actually based here in tennessee and they kind of do more of the creepy scary stuff um but they actually they're based in clarksville i believe and uh which i'll be there next weekend for the nwa show anyways um another wrestling plug and um but they actually messaged us. They uh, they said our our website wasn't loading properly. I was like, oh, okay. And I checked it, and it did load properly. So I don't know if it was just their browser or whatever. So anyways, so we talked a little bit after that. So um, those are cool guys, cool girls, excuse me. So um, I think if you just type in the num- the, le- the word to, and then hexy, H-E-X-Y, and then mamas, it'll pull up their page. Um, Complete Thoughts is another podcast. Now, this one I don't think has anything to do with horror or anything like that. Um, he's based in Philadelphia. His name is Nolan, I believe. If it's not, I apologize. I'm not going to look it up on my phone because it's way over there. Um, but I think that's I think that's his name. And um, he's got a, he interviews people, but it's it's a pretty wide range of guests. So. Uh, but he's just getting started, so tell him to give him a plug. And then I don't know if we've mentioned this one or not, but it's a it's a skull drainers, and um, I think I'll have to look this one up. I don't know. It's I like their uh, it's let's see Johnny Crother and Aunt, Aunt Castle, and. Um, Anyways, they their little uh, like promos that they do is basically like it reminds me of the Twilight Zone because it's like a, the all black background and then there's like an old tube TV and then like their little video is playing on the TV and like I don't know how they do it like the special effects to to make that work but it looks awesome and every every time they release a new video a new episode they put that up for promotion for the new episode and it's awesome i just like it so anyways they're on their uh instagram skull drainers and um i think they're on like episode 10 or 11 so um yeah 
So we'll. Uh, I'll try to remember to screenshot their Instagram profiles when we upload the episode and all that good stuff. So, so yeah, um, I think that's it. Unless anybody has anything to add. I feel like we uh, we touched on everything. I did a I did a shout out earlier in the show. I think that I just want to shout out the listeners. Thank you for an awesome year. Thanks to people who let us interview them. Um, Yes. It was really awesome. Um, It's been a good year for us and we've had a lot of fun and um, yeah, just thanks to everybody. It's, it's been a good one. Yeah. Thanks for listening. I love talking to you guys and anybody that listens. So yeah, it's an honor. Hoping, mm-hmm. um, absolutely. Hoping we have, can get some, maybe some little announcements here in January. Uh, everybody kind of shuts down for the holiday season, so we'll have to pick back up the first of the year. But hopefully, we'll have some news and stuff coming at the first of the year. That's kind of cool. So. Fun news. Yep. <laughs> so. Um, let's see. So we did, we're doing the new stuff next time. We did Lena's fun facts. We mentioned wrestling. We talked about the show. <laughs> I think that's, I think that's it, guys. Happy New Year, you guys. Yeah. Happy, yeah. New, year. happy new Year. Um, and we'll see you next year. Yeah. And hopefully we'll get a, we'll get one in before KB goes to Royal Rumble. So. Ooh. All right. Well, that is this. That's the end of episode twenty-six. So we will talk to you next time. Bye. Bye, guys. <laughs>